Welcome to ATDA, where we agree to disagree. I'm your host, Bless Lewis, and today is my very first podcast. It's a very first episode, so thank you very much for uh, downloading the app and listening, or listening on social media, wherever you're listening from. I appreciate you, and thank you for listening. Uh, My first topic is uh, something that relates to me and something that's relevant in my life, and that is black men's mental health. So first, let me give you a little background on myself. I'm a millennial black male who's heterosexual. And, you know, I live in the Georgia area, the Atlanta, Georgia area. And um, I just have a lot of topics that have been on my mind and I wanted to be able to share them. And uh, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to be able to share uh, about topics that are on my mind. Um, I need to do a quick shout out before I uh, get started. And that's going to be to Miss Simply Bree. Uh, she introduced me to Anchor and she introduced me to the podcast and uh and how to create one. And and I listened to a few of hers. So if you get a chance, please check out Simply Brie at on her IG. It's underscore Simply Brie underscore. Her blog is www.herenterprise with a Z dot com. And on Anchor, you can find her on Anchor FM forward slash Simply Brie. So once again, shout out to you, Simply Brie. She's a co-worker of mine who introduced me to Anchor. And uh, shout out to Anchor for uh, giving a platform for uh, people like myself and and others to uh, create podcasts. And I've actually heard a lot from uh, folks on my social media, just, you know, looking at statuses and saying different things. And it seems like a lot of folks have topics that they like to share on and and, uh, you know, just have some really needed conversations. So if that's you or if you fall into that category, you feel like you can help others or or you just want to share some things, go ahead over to Anchor, download the app, and you can get started on your first podcast as well. I'm, I'm sure there's always an audience for uh, for things that are on your mind. So let's get rolling along, you know. So uh, black men's mental health. Obviously, that relates to me because I'm a black man and I've experienced different forms of mental health issues, whether I knew they were going on or not. Um, I feel like everyone experiences mental health issues at some point or another in their life if you live long enough. Um, but, you know, it's not, it's not all about just having issues. You know, I like to present uh, solutions, not just problems. But for right now, we're going to dig into some of the problems that uh, I guess black men experience with mental health. So the first thing is PTSD. First thing I wanted to jump on and I'll make little quick spills about every Uh, topic I bring up here within the topic. PTSD, most of you guys know it, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And uh, a lot. I'm a veteran. A lot of ex-military guys experience it from being at war and and being in different environments uh, across the world, or even just being in the military here domestically. They uh, have had experiences that that stay with them. Well, the same thing happens for uh, all of us with different things that happen in our life. Um, I know for, for black men and And men like myself, I grew up in an urban environment. I grew up in D.C. and uh, in the city, you know, and those in and around the city can attest to some of the the things that go on in our community. Um, Myself, I've been involved in, you know, quite a few fights as a teen. And I've also experienced, you know, seeing people hurt um, in in a malicious way, whether that's, you know, getting shot, getting stabbed, uh, knowing people that you were close to that passed away. 
whether we know it or not, we, we have a culture of, you know, we get it tatted or or we have different ways of, of remembering our loved ones who may have uh, fallen or, or or left us too soon. But um, they can have lasting experiences on us um, that can cause PTSD with within you. Um, if if you uh, ever experienced something like this, where maybe at a young age you saw some violence or you were you were around a culture of violence that uh, has stuck with you, whether you knew it or not, you know, sound off on it, guys. I like you to comment on my Facebook. Um, I'm just going to put out my Facebook for right now. Um, as of, once again, it's my first episode. It's uh, Blessed Lewis. Just the way it sounds, B-L-E-S-S-E-D, Lewis, L-E-W-I-S. Um, there's a headshot of me right there, or not a headshot, but, you know, a selfie, whatever, of me sitting on the couch. So that's my uh, Facebook page. I'm normally really selective about who I let on there, but, you know, I'm trying something new here. So PTSD, um, one, we have to know that it's out there, and, and we may have experienced some experiences that may have caused that. Do I think it may be to a point where we need to get clinical help and be put on medications? I'm I'm definitely, I'm not all for the medications and everything like that. If you can work through it another way, I would hope that you would try to work through it another way. But if that's what's needed, do what's needed for you. You know, our, our mental health is real. So that's all I really got on PTSD. You know, it's just, it's something, it's not just something that occurs to, uh, you know, military veterans and, and folks that have been at war. Some of us are at war in our own communities or experience, you know, seeing war in our own communities through just different clashes that, that may occur. Um, another thing that contributes to uh, black men's mental health and and I guess, you know, some of the issues that we have with mental health is insomnia. This is one hits a little closer to home for me. I, I have trouble sleeping. And um, I noticed that the days after I can only make it through or four hours of sleep, three or four days. But by that fifth day, I crash. I, I come home and I'm just out and I wake up in the middle of the night, maybe four or five in the morning and I'm up, you know, which is, is good. I, I make up some sleep, but on a regular basis, I'm not getting my eight hours of sleep. I can be real about that. And I think it may contribute to uh, how I go about my next day and and how I'm feeling at different times. So black men's mental health you know what i mean is what we're talking about right now and insomnia i think plays a big part in that so maybe you know figuring out different ways to combat that you know different ways to go to sleep uh you know for for me you know all, all i can speak to is, is me personally i never can speak for all men or all black men or anything like that but for me it's um one of the things that i've needed or or I think I need I don't want to speak it into my life but um you know it's sex you know like if if I get some good sex I can go right out I can fall right to sleep you know normally I like I like to get two of mine in you know what I mean and and at that point I'm I'm satisfied I can go to bed but um you know there's got to be other ways you can't always get sex I mean me personally uh my lady we just had a, a child and um you know there six weeks you know, I wasn't able to, you know, get what I needed sexually. And um, obviously I had a little trouble sleeping initially. And, you know, having a young baby, you're going to have trouble sleeping anyway because they keep you up. But just insomnia is something to look into and try to look into different ways that you can get yourself to sleep. Um, you maybe can look up the butterfly taps. I've I've seen that and um, I've experienced it. it. It helps a little bit, but whatever helps for you. So once again, that was the butterfly tap. You can Google it and see how how that may help you with, you know, just getting your mind ready to go to sleep. And the other thing this is something that a lot of us know already. 
the phone, man. My phone keeps me up. I'm, I'm ready to go to bed at 11. It's 12.30 and I'm still on, you know, ESPN and Facebook and Instagram and all those things. So maybe putting the phone down and just chilling for 30 minutes before you go to bed. Maybe that helps. Maybe it doesn't. Um, hypervigilance. I don't really know what that is, guys. I did a little research before I started this podcast, so I'm not going to really speak on something I don't know a lot about. But hypervigilance is something that came up, and maybe you experienced that. If you do, talk to me about it, man. Comment. Let me know something. You know, uh, favorite the podcast and send me any questions you have. I would love to speak on it at another time during another episode. Um, this is a big one for me. This next one. It's uh, religion is cure-all. Religion is a cure-all. And for me personally, this one, this one is huge because anytime I'm going through anything, when I speak to a older person or I would even go ahead and say my mom or, you know, anyone that's close to me in my family, not anyone, but a lot of them point me directly to prayer and they point me directly to, you know, read your Bible prayer. When's the last time you've been to church? And I'm not saying the church and prayer and, and reading your Bible does not help with mental issues. It, it may help some people very much. I know for me, being the millennial male I am, and if you know millennials, we're very proud of being millennials, and I'm, I'm one of them. You know, um, that's not necessarily always the, the cure-all for me. And, you know, praying, I prayed and prayed and prayed a, a few times and, and felt like, wow, why, why am I doing this? And I know it has, you know, mental health ramifications that, you know, it may help me through, and sometimes you just need to vent. And uh, it's better to vent to your mirror or vent to God than, you know, vent to the wrong people that, you know, make you feel worse about what you're going through. But I'm bringing this all up. I know I can be all over the place, but I'm bringing this up just to say that it's not a cure all for everyone. And I know personally me, you know, just going to church and praying all the time didn't really help me through some of the mental issues that I, I went through. Um, so, you know, that's just that I don't want to, you know bash the church or anything like that because I, I grew up in an AME church and uh you know my mother's had me in this since I was one years old I respect my pastor he's always been there for me so you know just it's not always a cure-all for everyone and maybe you know when someone's calling out for help mentally maybe you look into something other than just the religion cure-all for everyone else ADHD um I just hate how they push it on us very young. Uh, I feel like as young black men, you're too hyper and uh, or they say you're too hyper and they immediately want to give you drugs and put you in a special class or, or give you something to calm you down. My my lady the other day said, our son, he's so hyper. And I, I said to her in response, I said, he's four. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's four years old. A four year old's going to be hyper. So ADHD, I, I think it is real. And if you truly need help with that, you know, seek help for it. Um, as an adult, you know, or if your child is, you know, experiencing something like that. But I'm just not so quick to push drugs on, on my child or label them, you know, ADHD, label them this, label them that. I, I think there's ways to work through it. And last little fact here, 20 uh, percent more likely to suffer black. And that's uh, African-Americans in general. We're 20 percent more likely to suffer from mental health issues. That doesn't mean we don't go through some of the same mental health issues that our white counterparts, our Asian counterparts go through. But if, if you know the black plight, if you know the the, uh, you know, what it's like just growing up as a black man in America, you know that, you know, some things are pretty traumatic on us right now. For example, the media is showing all these police shootings and things of that nature. Yes, we want to see it. We want to know that it's going on. We want justice. But it can play on you, man. It can play on you. When I drive, I get very nervous seeing police. And that's from my experiences and just seeing what I'm seeing on TV every day. So 
just know we, we're more likely to suffer and, and you gotta, you know, just, just understand that, you know, um, I want to try to help out with the stigma, uh, the stigmas associated with men and their mental health and black men and their mental health. I think the stigmas create barriers around treatment and recovery. It, it erodes confidence that, you know, mental illness is real and can be treated, you know, so it's real, you know, and you're not the only one going through it. That's another big thing. You know, things that you're going through, maybe you speak to the, the right person or the right male, older male, younger male, whatever male your age that is going through the same thing and they can relate and maybe they can show you different ways they made it through those mental uh, hurdles and barriers. So that's just, you know, something I wanted to put out there as far as the stigma. Now, um, I want to touch really quickly on social media and culture. Social media can be a blessing and a curse, and I'll have a whole episode on social media at some point, but social media can be a blessing. It can, you can see that someone, you know, puts out that angry status and, and they mention something that maybe you have experience with and you can be there for that person. So, you know, try to use your platform, whatever that is, whatever, you know, social media platform that is to, to help others when you can. Um, food for the soul um, you know diet does play a big part and i'm not about to sit here and say go vegan or go this and it'll help you with everything i am saying that maybe you know eating one more you know food that is you know good for you maybe one more apple a week you know one more bottle of water a day things of that nature you know what i mean just anything that you think can help will help because if you believe that you know by eating this and by you know cutting down on the burgers or cutting down on this or that it helps it probably does and just take it at your pace you know what i mean if you had one more bottle of water than you had yesterday you're winning you're doing a great job same thing you know vice versa if you're having one less burger or you know fried food than you had last week you're winning you're doing a great job so don't compare yourself to others just do what you can um i'm hoping that this changes the narrative a little bit on uh, mental health and I'm not going to go into that too deep just I'm just hoping to change the narrative and this becomes a regular thing where we talk about some of our issues um, and now I just like to get down to this is kind of my final thoughts um, I'll try to make these episodes as, as short as possible right now I'm coming up on 15 minutes I, I like to keep all these episodes under 20 minutes so my final thoughts on uh, mental health and black men's mental health is this um, if you're not trying you're dying if you're not recognizing that you may have some issues going on or, or you're experiencing something different in your life that that doesn't exactly feel right to you. Um, first, the first thing is recognizing that. The second thing is, if you need to reach out, reach out. If you need to go running, go running. If you need to, you know, drink more water, whatever it may be that may help. Do it. You know what I mean? Because if you're not trying, you're you're going to sink into that depression, I feel like. Like, if you're going through a depression and you're not trying to get out of it, you're not trying to do something to make yourself feel better, you know, whether that's sex, you know, whatever, smoking, you know, drinking, you know, I'm not saying go drinking heavily, but social drinking, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, if having a beer calms you down every now and then, have a beer, have two beers, watch a game, if that can get your mind off of some of those issues that are weighing down on you. Because, once again, if you're not trying, you're slowly dying from it. Um... Man up for a man down. Let me make this quick because I'm, I'm running out of time here. Um, man up for a man down. I, that's if you see somebody going through and you've gone through and you don't help them out, man, uh, that, that's just not cool. I'm not saying you got to be there for everybody. I got like almost a thousand friends on my Facebook and 
that's not even like the average on my Facebook out of my friends. Most of my friends have, you know, upwards of four or five thousand friends. If you see someone going through something and you've you've been through it, help that man out, man. And this is specifically to the brothers, man. Like you, you, you went through something five years ago, 10 years ago, and you see a brother going through something similar. Talk to him. Let him know, hey, this is what I did to get through this. And here's some of the things you may be able to do. You know, they may not always have an open air to it, but at least you tried. You know, you didn't see a man down and just leave him there. You know, put your hand out. Try to pick a, um, another brother up that may be going through some of the mental health issues that you've gone through. And my last thing, and I, this may be controversial, whatever, is to me, I, I kind of touched it on it already. Social drinking and smoking, you know, and in my uh, where I grew up, everyone smoked marijuana. It wasn't um, a whole lot of crack in my neighborhood and things like that. It, there was, you know, some illicit drug use. But one thing that was prevalent was everyone smoked weed. Everyone smoked weed. And I'm not, you know, pushing it. I'm not saying it should be an everyday thing. But if having a joint with your, your buddy or something after work, smoking a cigarette with your buddy calms you down enough where you don't, you know, punch a wall or or hurt your family or, you know, verbally hurt your family or anything like that is is great. People around you, family could be friends, anyone that you're, you know, near regularly. You don't want to spread that negativity on them because you're going through something. So, you know, if, you know, social drinking, there's nothing wrong with that. I have alcoholism in my family. But over the years, I've learned to, you know, cut myself off at about three drinks, three beers. That's enough. If I have a real hard liquor drink, I can have that and maybe one more beer. That's it. Um, you know what I mean? And, and it calms my nerves and things of that nature. So, you know, it's marijuana is becoming legal and uh, drinking already is legal. And I know it's controversial, but, you know, if having a beer that calms you down, stops you from doing something worse. Once again, whether that's abusing someone physically or mentally, you know, do it, man. Just and and if you see a brother going through, man, you know, hey, bring him a beer, man. Just sit there with him sometimes. Let him vent to you and just hear him sometimes. If you don't have advice, you can just sometimes be therapy to people just by listening. You know what I mean? So once again, I said that to say social drinking and social smoking, you know, whatever works, you know. And if you have comments on that or questions about that or you feel a different way, we can agree to disagree, man. That's the ATDA stands for agree to disagree. There was just too many agree to disagrees already out there. So I appreciate you listening. I would truly appreciate if you shared this out. I would truly appreciate if you commented anything that you want to comment, any questions you want to have. And over time, I'll be having um, different guests on this podcast. I'll try to do it pretty regularly. You know, once every other day, I'll, I'll put up another topic and, and talk about it. But, um, you know, bring up any comments, questions that you have. And once again, we can agree to disagree, you know. So uh, thank you for listening. Once again, this is Bless Lewis. You can find me at Bless Lewis on Facebook. And uh, you can find me on Anchor here at Bless Lewis. The podcast is A-T-D-A, all caps, A-T-D-A. And there'll be more episodes to come. Thank you for listening.